I recently was asked this question. How did you go from working low but with low budget clients to booking high end clients? It really got me thinking because I can remember when I was in the early ish years of my business thinking, how do I work on those big projects? How can I work with a client like that? And really over the last few years, I've evolved into only working with high end, super aligned clients. And that has been such a game changer for me in my business and then just and just the way that I approach business in general. In this episode, I'm going over the evolution of booking high-end clients because it doesn't happen overnight, so it is an evolution, and three things you can start implementing today to attract high-end clients that value your work and are ready and excited to work with you. If you're feeling misaligned with the clientele you're calling in, are struggling to increase your prices, and or are just ready for an up level in general, then you're going to love this episode. Let's dive in. I am so excited about today's episode because this is a question that I get a lot and honestly, I really had to think, I really have to think when I get a question like this because I, it's easy being in business now for five years and working with ideal clients and loving the clients that we're working with. It's very easy to um, forget (laughs) pretty much like how I got from zero to having these really great clients. So I really thought about this evolution and how I've gone from, you know, working with clients that were paying me literally $200 for branding to now clients who pay upwards of, um, multiple four figures just for brand design and multiple five figures for, um, website. So, Before we dive in, because this is a really going to be a really training episode, um, I just want to cover something. So one is my goals by design free mini course, which is a course to help you set clear goals, get confident in your growth and increase productivity for more money and freedom in your business and life. It's now available. And again, it's completely free. This is the method that I use to stay on track with my goals, create the vision and something that I do quarterly, monthly and yearly in my business. So I'm really excited to share this mini course with you. The link is in the show notes. Um, or if you follow me on Instagram, you'll find the link that way as well. Um, and actually this mini course is, will really help you after you listen to this episode. So I encourage you to listen to this episode and then go and download that because, or go watch that because these two things will go hand in hand. Second announcement is Motive Deck, which is my affirmation cards for entrepreneurs. I'm doing a Cyber Monday sale. So this is my first ever Cyber Monday. I hope shit doesn't hit the fan. We have very limited inventory left actually. So I'm doing a Cyber Monday sale, which is 30% off your entire order. So it's not just one deck. It's not just whatever. It's your entire order 
of Dex is going to be 30% off. So make sure you're following me there at Motive Deck on Instagram. Um, but again, if you follow me at by Olivia Austin on Instagram, you will see what's going on there, but recommend following the account, um, directly. Okay. So those are my two announcements. And then what I'm currently reading, um, I'm listening to psychology of money by Morgan Housel. It's okay. It, I shouldn't say that actually. It's different than a lot of the other money books that I have read, which I do really appreciate because I'm getting kind of like a different perspective, which I think is very, very important when you're learning anything is to, you know, not just learn one way or another um, about certain things. So really like that book um, or think that book's okay. I personally enjoy listening to it. Um, and then I'm reading, or I just finished actually yesterday, um, Such a Quiet Place by Megan Miranda, which is a fun book, but it was like a mystery, like a murder mystery thriller kind of book. And it was really, really good. It was a little slow in the beginning, um, but it really like picked up and I was like, couldn't put it down towards the end. So highly recommend that book as well. And then one last thing, I know I just mentioned this a bunch, but... I talk, I, I love connecting with you guys on Instagram. It's like where I mostly will hang out. So if you're, don't follow, if you're listening to this and you don't follow me on Instagram, um, make sure you're following me at by Olivia Austin on Instagram. Come say hi, send me in the DMs. I love chatting with you guys there. So make sure you're listening there. Okay, the evolution of booking high-end clients. First things first. High end doesn't necessarily mean super high budget. I know that there's like some that obviously like the definition is like high ranging products or whatever, but high end to me, like in this context means that the value of the work that you're putting in is compensated well and high, highly valued. So basically like the clients that you want to have. And I actually, while I was outlining this episode, I looked up the definition of high-end client. So this is Dr. Google talking, but intended for people who want very good quality products and who don't mind how much they cost, wanting very good products and willing to pay a lot of money for them. So this to me is just a high-end client who, a high-end client to me is someone who they really understand the value of, you know, brand and website design and they are willing to pay because they know the impact that it's going to make on their business. So one objection that I hear often is I want to work with newer entrepreneurs, but they don't have that kind of budget or I don't want to increase my prices to that. And this is not true. If someone knows the value of what you're offering and it aligns with what they need, they're willing to make that investment because they know how greatly it will, it will impact their business, like I just said. So this means that your pricing should reflect and align with the types of clients you want to work with, and you should feel very valued for what you're being compensated for. So I actually have another episode on your prices, which is episode 59, um, and it talks about increasing your prices and just like pricing structures in general. But if you want to work with newer clients and you're like, well, they don't have a $10,000 budget, they probably also don't have a $10,000 problem. Like they don't need $10,000 worth of um, 
of services. But either way, your your pricing and your packages and the amount of work that you're putting in should be well compensated for and you should feel very aligned and valued for what you're being compensated for. And that's what a high-end client is. A high-end client sees your pricing, they see the value that you're putting in, and they're willing and ready to make that investment. So there's a lot of different ways that you could, um, you know, align your packaging and your pricing and all of that in order to um, still work with the clients that you want to work with, um, which we're not going to get into today. But um, just know that if that's an objection that you're saying, I want to work with newer entrepreneurs that don't have that budget, that's not true. People have money. People have a lot of money and they spend their money on useless shit. So if they're like, okay, yes, I'm ready to, like, if they know the value of what you're putting in um, and what, what they're getting, they're willing to make that investment. I'm one of those people. Like I am willing to put the investment in and spend a lot of money because I know that it's going to greatly impact my business. One thing I do want to say about this objection as well, and this kind of goes into mindset, is are you saying that because you want to play small? So really think about that. Are you scared to have the big projects? Are you scared to um, are you scared to make that leap to increase the price because it has, you know, you have some limiting beliefs or self-sabotaging um, things happening um, in your mindset? So that's another thing to consider. Again, not going to go over that. And that could be a totally different podcast episode, which it probably will be one day. Um, but just I want you to think about that if that is, you know, a limiting belief that you are telling yourself. Okay, so before we dive into the three action steps that you could start taking today to book high-end clients, I want to set the foundation. The first thing is you have to know your ideal client and the vision for your business. You will not be able to implement anything I'm about to say if you're not sure of those two things. So one is your ideal client. Like who is your ideal client? Not who you're working with now or who you think you should work with or whatever. It doesn't even need to be a niche. It could be characteristics of a client, a client who's business savvy, that works in wellness, that has a marketing mind, that um, whatever. It doesn't need to be like niche down, but you need to get very, very clear on who your ideal client is. Again, we're not going to go too deep into this. Um, and then you, secondly, you want to be very clear on the vision of the business. So where do you see the business in one to three years? And this is important because what you do now in your business affects you in three, six, and nine months. It's not a quick thing. Um, you will, again, this is why we're talking about the evolution. It doesn't happen overnight. So if you're if you start implementing these things now and then you're like, oh, I'm not going in the right direction or this actually isn't what I want, then you're going to have to backtrack or pivot or whatever. And that's not the fastest way to get to where you want to go. So you need to get very, very clear on the vision because if you don't know where you're going, how will you get there? It doesn't happen overnight. You're going to be constantly changing and pivoting, pivoting and elevating, which is the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? But you want to make sure that you're going in the right direction and that it and what it looks like for you. So I really want you to set the foundation 
really understand who the ideal client is and the vision that you have for the business. Now, that goals by design free mini course that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, that will seriously, seriously help you. Like, I'm not just saying that. That's This is like the foundation of everything that I teach in my, for my masterminds and my one-to-one coaching clients is getting really clear on the vision. Like, this is literally everything in your business because a lot of times we can get distracted by what other people are doing or if I, I think I talked about this in the last episode like you just kind of have your head down and you're working really hard which is great but if you look up and you're like oh that's actually not where I wanted to go I wanted to take a right and I took a left like one year ago so you want to just really get clear on the vision and just that foundational part of your business is super super important so I just highly recommend um doing the mini course, um, the goals by design mini course, and just getting very clear on the ideal client and the vision. Another thing too, that could be very helpful for you as a designer, um, that we don't do often is developing our own brand strategy and branding. So once you get clear on the ideal client, the vision, the messaging, all of that, developing your own brand strategy. I took myself through our entire process this year. Um, for current and then also for my personal branding. I'm doing that now and it's like, oh my gosh, it is life changing, it's crazy. Like we're like, oh, we could do it. We don't need to do what our clients do because we do this every day. Like no, take yourself through your entire process. Um, One, it could just help you in general, just like know what's good about your business and like what you could tweak about your um, processes and stuff. But there's a reason why we have those implemented. So if you haven't yet done your own brand strategy and all of that, highly recommend doing that as well. So think I want you to answer these two questions either just like subconsciously or you can come back to this training. But who are the clients you're working with now and who do you want to be working with? And I want you to constantly, as I'm talking about these three things, um, I want you to think about how you can constantly up-level one. So show up for the studio you strive to be. Show up for the clients you want to work with in the future. And I am a huge proponent about this. This is why I'm always talking about visualization and manifestation and and up-leveling and elevating because you want to show up for the clients that you want to have. So if you currently are working with clients who have a low budget, they don't value the type of work that, you, um, that you're putting out, um, you're just not attracting the clientele that you want to work with, or you just want to take it up a notch, um, you want to think next level. So everything I'm about to say, I want you to think next level and how you can uh, you know, implement that and just take it up a notch in general. Okay, three things you can start today to start booking high-end clients. The first thing is up-leveling your marketing. So like I just said, thinking one level up. So now you know your ideal client and you know the vision that you want to go in your business. So what is that next level clientele? What do they actually need from you? Like what do they want to hear? So for example, if you're working right now with clients that don't see the value in branding and have low budgets and that just doesn't align with the vision that you have for your business. So you want to elevate your clientele. 
instead of posting the value of branding posts, like I see these all the time from designers, like what's the value of branding or why you need a logo or things like that. Think of what the next level client actually needs. Your next level client already knows what the value of branding. They don't need you to tell them. Um, they already know that branding is important in their business. They don't need you to tell them that. So whenever you're like putting together your Instagram strategy or writing your next blog post or putting out your next podcast episode, what think when you look at the title of it, like let, let's use this for example, the evolution of booking high-end clients. If I wanted to um, up-level this title, I would say something like, um, like my, that ideal client would already know the evolution of booking high-end clients because they already did it themselves. So it could be something like sustaining luxury clientele or booking a $50,000 client, something like that. So just thinking next level, whenever you're putting together any sort of strategy, it could be, so like instead of posting the value of branding, just going off of that example, it might be a transformation of a, of a, um, ideal client. So you have an ideal client that you want more that you want to attract. So you say this person came to us, they weren't sure about the investment. It was a big investment for them. They were a newer entrepreneur. And now they're now this is what their website looks like. And they've increased their profits by 30% or whatever. Um, talking about st statistics and just really thinking about what that next level client actually needs. Um, and then I would also really consider quality over quantity. So this is very, very important because I think so often we're like, oh, with the algorithm, we need to be sh like showing up or we need to be doing X, Y, Z. But with design, when you're a designer, anything that you put out there is your portfolio. I'm just going to say it. Like anything that you put out there is your portfolio. So showing up very professional, very detail-oriented, um, that's going to be really important. So if you can do just one reel a week that's like major production that showcases like brand strategy all the way through website design launch, um, that's going to be huge because clients will then see that. Like we do not post often on Instagram and we have under 5,000 followers and it's our biggest traffic dri driver because when we do post, it's high quality. Um, and we really think about the, what we're putting out there. Um, so quality over quantity, again, showing up for the studio that you want to be. So if you want to be, um, a booking $50,000 clients, think in terms of how does that person show up? And then also consistency. So consistently showing up, you know, don't go away for a month, um, but just constantly showing up, constantly telling people who you work, work with, what you bring to the table, how they can work with you, um, all of those different ways. So just thinking next level up anytime you're working on any sort of marketing. Okay, number two is your portfolio. So I would say for me, I should have put this first actually. So I would say for me, this is the biggest thing, the thing that made the biggest difference because so the evolution of kind of like what my uh, booking from high-end high client 
clients or low end, not low end, I guess, just from working with like newer entrepreneurs to booking high end clients, like the ones that we work with now was I was working with more like newer entrepreneurs, like doing graphic design for literally anyone and everyone. I already talked about this in another episode, so I don't want to go too far into it. Um, actually the, the episode right before this, so you can go back and listen to that. Um, where I go over literally the evolution of my business for the last five years. So I was working with kind of like any kind of client and then I niched down into health and wellness, which was great because that's who I personally connect with. But then I, from that niche, I kind of took it up a notch to working with coaches, nutritionists, therapists, um, those types of clients. So when I made that shift, I literally scrapped everything. So like my entire portfolio, anything I had done up until then was gone. And I only had like two to three brands and yeah, two to three brands and websites in my portfolio from ideal clients. And then I made conceptual projects. So I knew that I wanted to work with, you know, I had gotten some discovery calls with therapists and they're like, oh yeah, I want to work with you. But they ended up going with someone that was like more expensive because they had more experience. So I put together like some therapy portfolio pieces and then I put together some like business coach portfolio pieces, things like that. So I scrapped my entire portfolio, um, only put in the clients that I wanted to attract. So again, like Quality over quantity, I think, really applies to your portfolio. So um, I, yeah, I shifted that. And then I constantly updated my portfolio to match the clients that I wanted to work with. And I still do this. Like, I am constantly updating our portfolio because we work with just, like, sick clients. And each one is, like, better than the other. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to add this to the portfolio. Who are we going to take out? What types of clients aren't we attracting anymore? Um, so just thinking about like, again, like taking it up a notch, but not even that, just showing up so that when someone does like see an Instagram post and they're like, oh yeah, this looks good. And then they go to your portfolio and it actually reflects the clients that you want to work with. So don't worry about having a huge portfolio, worry about it attracting the clients that you actually want to have. And conceptual projects play a huge role in this. If you don't have those clients yet, make them up. Seriously, like clients just want to see that you have the ability to make it happen and that you have the design eye to do what they what they're looking for. And you know you could do it if you are just given that client, but you don't have anything to show for it. So conceptual projects are huge. Um, so that's like something that I would seriously work on probably first over marketing um, because you want your portfolio to really align like when you're sending people like from the blog post to to the portfolio. So, and that kind of goes on to like the rest of your website. Like you want to show up as super professional and um, just that next level self of yours. So make sure that your portfolio and your website in general, just, just match that. But the portfolio over everything, I just feel like, I feel like as designers, we put a lot of effort into our websites, like having a really beautiful about page and contact and homepage and all that stuff where our portfolio I think is like the most important part um so yeah I would really focus on the portfolio and then creating conceptual projects a lot of clients or a lot of like my coaching clients they're like oh, I don't know about the conceptual project but 
there is so much value in that. And once they have done and created the conceptual project, um, they've seen really good results from it. And I just feel like um, rather than putting that on the back burner, it should be at the forefront, especially if you're not working with clients right now that are really that you really align with. Um, just really make that a priority. Okay, and number three is systems and processes. So if you have been around for five minutes like with me, you know how much I preach systems and processes. And that's because if you want clients to take you seriously and position you as an expert and be taken like more professional, like not as a freelancer or just more, just be taken more seriously, it's not just about the work that you put out and that you produce. You want your experience to be super professional, streamlined, and just easy, easy to work with because this increases client retention and then referrals. So let's say you have, you know, you've booked this client and they do brand and web for, you know, $10,000. They're going to expect a process that is that reflects that investment. So like the onboarding, the the in between, the communication, the um the Zoom calls, the launch, everything should go so smoothly and so perfectly that they were like, "Wow, this not only am I so proud of the brand and website that I got, but I also just the overall experience was so great that I'm going to tell people about it or I'm going to continue to I'm going to continue to come back to work with her or them because of how amazing my overall experience was. And this just, you know, maybe initially the client is, you know, uh, does the lower investment um, package that you have to offer that still aligns with what it is that you're, that you still aligns with your services and you feel very valued with that package, but still it's like the lower end, they're going to continue coming back. And then eventually that client is going to be, you know, a $10,000 client, a $20,000 client because of how amazing it was to work with you and that they're just experience in general. So systems are just everything when it comes to respecting your time, um, the value and the investment that they're getting. Like, I feel like people think, oh, like systems and processes, they're rude or they could be harsh, but they're there to not only increase profitability, but they're there for the success of the project. And a high-end client not only respects those boundaries and those systems and like project timelines and contracts and stuff like that, but they expect them to be in place. So I can't even tell you how many times pretty much every client that approves our proposal is like, okay, great. How do I pay? And how do I sign the contract? Because they're expecting that because that's what they get from these other investments and other things that they're doing. So if you like implementing timelines, contracts, project scopes, and all things like that, they just increase profitability and set the the tone right from the front, right from the beginning of the project that, okay, yes, um, you know, I'm the expert, you're the client, and this is how the relationship is going to work. These are the guidelines that we have set up. Um, and it just is there for the success of the, um, of the project in general. And another thing just about this is like treating every client like they're a $50,000 client. So for me, 
my goal when I first, um, a few years ago, like started to evolve my agency was to work with clients from brand strategy to brand implementation. So I wanted to have like work with the clients on uh, <clears throat> for longer periods of time for like the whole evolution of their of their brand. So for example, like uh, brand strategy and messaging and copywriting and then creative direction with a photo shoot and then um, branding and then, you know, podcast design, app design, website design and ongoing support and things like that. That was like has been my huge goal and that is obviously a really big investment and it takes a lot of work. So in order to get there, I started treating every client like they were going to do that with us and treating every client like they were a $50,000 client from, you know, proposal to um, launch. And now that we do have clients like that, um, it is easy. And I have those systems and processes in place because I've just been expecting that to happen. So again, like showing up for that client that I eventually want to have. So I actually go into luxury client experience in episode 62. So if you're curious about what that looks like, um, although we have updated it since, it's still pretty much like aligned with what we do now. Okay, so we kind of went over everything. So just to reiterate, first set the foundation, get really clear on the ideal client and the vision. Understand who the clients you're working with now why it's not working out or why you want to elevate and who you want to be working with. And then you could start implementing these three things. So with marketing, think one level up. Every time you go to do any sort of post, blog post, podcast, whatever, think one level up. Make sure your portfolio aligns with those ideal clients and the clients that you want to call in. And if they don't, create the conceptual project. If you want to eventually work with clients who do website, do a conceptual website, like just a homepage or like a mock-up or something like that. And then three is implementing really a really luxurious client experience with systems and processes. So what I mean by that is having an onboarding process, an offboarding process, a way that you communicate with clients, a timeline, a project scope, a contract, things like that, having that all in place. Um, and those are all things that you could start working on right now, today. And if you could start being consistent with it now and just constantly showing up one level up, one level up, one level up, eventually you will get to where you want to be. So I hope this podcast was helpful. As always, if you liked this episode, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps more than you know. Um, like I said in the beginning, if you're not already following me on Instagram, follow me at by Olivia Austin because I do sometimes do like random um, giveaways and stuff like that. So anyone who left a review last week, I gave a $15 Amazon card to. So um, make sure you're following along <laughs> on there because I seriously appreciate um reviews and rates and um, ratings and all of that because it helps way more than you know. Um, so yeah, I hope you liked this episode and I will see you in the next one.